On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Online, Sean and I start our series on strategy. Today, we talk about how to identify your goals and your challenges. You guys are going to get a ton out of this one. Before we start, we've worked with hundreds of businesses over the years, and we found that there is one element that all successful businesses have in common. All the successful businesses that we've worked with have had a strategy. Having a strategy means having a roadmap. It means knowing where you want to go and having a plan on how you're going to get there. We found that there are 10 pivotal elements to an effective strategy, and we've created a one-minute quiz to help you determine whether your next year of marketing will be successful or not. Think about this. If a plane leaving LAX is headed to JFK, and is off even 1% at the beginning of the trip. That plane could veer as far as Winnipeg, and no one wants to end up in Winnipeg. Take the quiz today at mindfulmarketing.co slash quiz, or click the link in the show notes to see where your marketing is headed this year. Now, on to today's show. And we are live. Yes, we are, Shanult. And we have a lot to talk about this year. Oh man, this year, Depending on which year you're listening, this year <laughs> is going to be a good one. Whatever the next 365 days for you are, uh, you need a plan. You need a plan. You need you need goals. You need systems. You need to know what your challenges are, and you need to figure out how you're going to overcome those challenges. Yeah. So we have a 10, if not even bigger part series right now um, that's all about your marketing strategy and how you're going to get from A to B. So first question is... Do you know what your goal challenges are and do you know how you're going to get there? Yeah. So one of the things that we like to do when we um, first start working with a business and we're trying to figure out what their goals and challenges are is we like to go through a SWOT analysis. Sean, what's a SWOT? What's a, a SWAT? It's not it's not SWAT like like when gamers call the cops and and get SWAT raids on on their friends and get them thrown <laughs> in jail. It's not it's not that. Don't it's, do that. It's That's, not like swatting a fly. Either. It's not like swatting a fly. <laughs> what else is it not like? <laughs> you know what? I'm so tired of talking about what stuff is not. I just want to talk about what is, man. Bro, bro, let's break it down. What it is? What it is, man? Uh, so SWAT. It's uh, it stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. Awesome. Let's go through this quickly. So strengths. So let's let's talk about, um, because a lot of the people who are listening to this podcast um, have uh, physical product e-commerce brands. I thought you were going to say physical strength. <laughs> <laughs> and physical strength, probably from lifting their physical products. <laughs> um, so uh, so let's, it's, it's not physical strength in the SWAT. Um, so let's talk about what the strengths of this specific um, physical product is. Uh, company is yeah. What what sets you apart in the marketplace? What what is something that gives you a leg up on on the industry or your market or your competition or what have you? What's what's a strength? What's something that you can lean on that gets you further ahead than if you're focusing on other things? Yeah. So now uh, at home um, on paper or if you're driving, don't do this. <laughs> you can do a, a mental inventory if you want, but think about what those strengths are um, because oftentimes. Um, you don't realize that those are actually strengths that you have over your competition. Um, your um, amount of inventory that you're actually able to to carry. Um, I know with our clothing company, that's an incredible thing that we um, can now afford to have a large inventory. Um, so we can be really nimble as far as taking on um, more orders. And then that also lets you take advantage of things like um, buying at volume, which usually will get you lower prices. Exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so after strengths, we have weaknesses yeah so identify what those weaknesses are is that shipping times yeah. right that... be be honest 
also if if something is a weakness lay it out on paper um, you and your team and everyone that that works with you should know what is a weakness because we we don't want to play to our weaknesses we only want to play to our strengths totally and you know what some weaknesses are okay right to say that like hey you know what i'm not actually good in this specific area um but then there's some that might be like product development right we've we've worked with a few companies that um you know struggle to develop new products uh, and uh, that's a weakness that I think that needs to be overcome. That, that's a weakness that you can plan for. Yeah, totally. You, you you can have a product development plan throughout the year, and you can you can identify, hey, we need to actually uh, find some people who can help us with this, and then six months down the road, let's actually have maybe some new products developed. But you're you're not going to do this if you're not writing this down first and identifying how you're going to overcome these weaknesses. Yeah. So let's talk about opportunities. Opportunities. What do, what do we mean by that? Well, let's just use the example of, of um, our clothing company. So um, some perhaps opportunities in the market uh, could be um, getting into new channels, right? Getting into um, maybe a, a new like wholesale channel, right? Um, the opportunity could be that um, Pinterest advertising is incredibly cheap right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a great opportunity. Uh, another opportunity could be a whole other customer segment. It could be that you, you're not even aware that one of your products is actually really resonating yeah, with an entire segment of customers that you weren't even aware of. Um, I'm, I'm going to bring up a funny example. Um, we'll say it's another clothing company where um, moms were realizing that these little girls' dresses actually worked really well as crop tops for moms. Oh, yes. And, uh, and that is a potential opportunity right there yes totally and the only way that you'll know that is if you're actually listening so i I, i'm just gonna throw it out there one tactical sort of thing get a facebook group if you if you don't have a facebook group and you've been listening to this podcast for a while what are you doing with your life (laughs) (laughs) turn it off get a facebook group (laughs) or or some kind of community yeah right uh i think that community um it's incredible the, the amount of market research that you can do you know how people used to do market research they would get people into a room, they'd get 10 people, and then ask them what they thought about the product. You can now have a Facebook group of thousands of people and say, hey, what do you think about this? Ask them specific questions. Guess what? Market research is still so important that some of the really, really large companies will actually buy up smaller companies just to get the data, just to get the market research. That's why MySpace was purchased. Crazy. Side, but they bought yeah. it as market research, and I'm, I'm sure they got so many customer data points on that, and yeah. they probably made some great business decisions because of it. Yeah, totally. Okay, uh, threats. Ooh, Sean, I don't like negativity on the podcast, so, so let's just skip over let's threats. Let's just skip over. There are no threats, okay? <laughs> just live and let live, and let's all have hugs. Um, no, I, I'm going to bring up a threat right now that we are hearing from probably nearly every person that's come on the podcast, either on air or off the record, but... Um, losing control um, and losing engagement with um, with their audience on, on Instagram. On that Instagram. is a huge yeah. threat. Yeah, that's a massive threat. And uh, if you have been turning a blind eye to it, you can't anymore. Mm-mm. I'm just going to put it out there. You cannot be turning a blind eye. Um, saying that it sucks isn't going to change the algorithm. Nope. Just so you guys know. Um, so that, I think, is a huge threat to so many of the people that are listening to this podcast. Yeah. Right? Um I still, I still think putting out engaging content, we do it all the time on, on our Instagram. Follow us at Mindful Marketing Co. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, but you can't count on that these and days. That I, that, that I would call more of an existential type threat. But then there's, there's also your, your typical threats like maybe new competition. Some bigger entity has moved into your space and suddenly they're taking market share. 
or maybe you have suppliers who are raising your raising um, your prices, so your costs are going up, so your profit margins are going down. Yeah. Um, all sorts of things like that, things that you can influence and things that you can't, which is why we write them down and see if we can plan. Yeah, plan ahead. Sorry about the interruption. We'll get back to the show shortly. I wanted to ask again, are you confident in your company's marketing strategy for the upcoming year? If you don't want to leave it up to chance, take the one-minute quiz at mindfulmarketing.co slash quiz. Now, back to today's episode. Um, another, just one more threat, just now that we're in this... this Terrorism. Uh, yeah, despair, <laughs> this despair, doom uh, cycle that we're in here. Um, Facebook's rising ad costs. Yeah, right? it's, it's, right? it's so been it's, getting a little nutty. The, uh, the golden age... The, the the wild wild west of Facebook is, you know, <laughs> slowing down. A little plug for the agency. Uh, we're not necessarily seeing that. <laughs> not much. for not for our clients. <laughs> not for our clients. Uh, so anyway, um, we won't go too much into that. But we've seen some return on ad spends as high as like I mean, we talked about one that was as high as eleven. Uh, we had another client that before they came to us, they were below one, um, and uh, for December they were at eight. And uh, the return on ad spend. Five currently. Also, it's not something that should ever be relied upon, but said client also had a return on ad spend of 120 on Boxing Day, which for you Americans is like Canada's Black Friday before Black Friday existed. But we also have Black Friday. But we also have Black Friday because <laughs> we're, we're Canada. Awesome. So I, I think we've beat the threat to dead. <laughs> the threat horse. To... We the threat. That's that's a good band name. Threat horse. I'm going to look it up afterwards. Okay, so that's the SWOT analysis. Now, what do we do with this information? Now we got to make goals. Goals, but and not we got to make not just garbage goals. Okay. <laughs> no, we got to make dumb goals. <laughs> really stupid goals. No, have you guys heard of smart goals? I hope that you have. If you haven't, it's also um, another what should call it? Where all the letters <laughs> mean something. Acronym. Acronym. I wanted to say anagram, but I knew it was wrong. It's an acronym. Um, so, uh, so smart. So that is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. Yes. So, our goal needs to be specific. What's an example of a specific goal? So, I was gonna, I was gonna tell you one that isn't specific, but that's not what you asked. <laughs> Um, so a specific goal, I think, uh, the classic kind of specific goal is a revenue target. Yep. Right. Um, a specific revenue target, um, and a specific revenue target. So let's say, um, you know, our company wants to hit $5 million in sales this year. Okay. So let's make that our specific goal. 5 million. Okay. So by default, because it's revenue, it is also measurable. measurable. Yeah. But is it achievable? What? Was your revenue the previous year? Was your revenue thirty thousand dollars the previous year? If so, yeah, it's that's not not it's not an achievable goal, right? So, but let's say that our revenue was two point five million. Okay, and we've been growing year over year at one hundred percent. I think five million seems seems like that is it's specific, it's measurable, and I think it's achievable. It's achieve if if you've already got that that growth history, then yes, it's achievable. Yeah. Um, Now relevant. Incredibly relevant to a product-based business that wants to make money. If you're in business <laughs> and you don't think that revenue is relevant, um, yeah, revenue goals are always going to be relevant. Some some of the other R's that we have as well um, are reasonable, uh, realistic, uh, resourced, hmm. and results-based. So let's talk about resourced. 
in, in SMART goals, right? So say I want to, to achieve $5 million in sales, and I did half that the year before. What is, what is resourced? Like, what does resourced mean for us in that scenario? I honestly have no clue. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell teach, you. Teach me. I'm going to tell you, young grasshoppers. Um, so to be resourced means that I need all of that money. I need to first buy all of that inventory up front. Mm. Right? So that's probably at least a 60-day lag, if not longer. Uh, and do I have the resources to do that? Yes. I don't know. Right? So let's say, you know, to achieve a million dollars in sales, I need to spend 250000 so I need to spend that 250000 per million before, way before any of that gets purchased. That's scary. Yeah, it is scary, right? So so think about that in your goals and think about what your inventory costs. Think about what your staff costs. Think about what your warehouse costs. Um, all of that. Uh, it's, it's really, really important and it actually gets you thinking. Now, this isn't to scare you. This is to help you think, okay, do, first of all, do I need to have an inventory cycle that's that long? Are there any ways that I can get around that? Can I do pre-orders? Can I do um, any of that? Um, there's there's a million different ways that we can get around this. Um, do I need to maybe take on some um, short-term financing? Mm-hmm. Um, we're ClearBank partners. ClearBank is great for that short-term uh, gap kind of financing. Um, they did not pay us to say that. No, but they could if they wanted to. We, you know what we're gonna do? <laughs> Just because you mentioned them, we're gonna put a link in the show notes <laughs> That's so they right. can find out. More. Um, okay, um, so we're at SMAR. So let's uh, let's add that t- to the end. So the last one is time bound. Yes. Any any smart goal? I mean, any goal at all, but any smart goals especially needs to have needs to have a time limit. Needs to have a deadline. We need to know when we're going to call it and say either we achieved it or we didn't achieve it, and we need to adjust. Yeah. Um, so generally, this is going to be at the end of your year, your fiscal year, or, totally. or depending on what that SMART goal is. like. And, and we recommend with these SMART goals to actually have them four times throughout the year. So every quarter, right? So, um, you know, Q1, if our goal is to double, right, go from 2.5 million to five, we need to, in Q1, double, right? And if we're not doubling, then we can assume that unless we change something that we're not going to double in Q2. Yeah. I would not wait until the end of the year to measure that goal. Right, afterwards. right, absolutely, and um, yeah, it just it just gives you it gives you multiple reset points, but you're also having a large enough data set that you're not um, you're not making micro adjustments that can actually be adjusting in the wrong direction if you're if you're if you're fiddling around too frequently, as as we see um, with with ads management, if 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 you're changing things too often, you often lose sight of what inputs are creating what outputs totally i want to tell you just actually a really quick story about that um what we used to do when we would take over an account is we were super eager we just wanted to show the client that we knew everything that there was to know about facebook ads and so we just rip the account apart and start all over again and lots of times we got good results you know what we found is actually much better for results um is just making small tweaks at first Right, so taking that account and just tweaking one thing and seeing, okay, is that the one? Is that that small lever? Is that the small hinge that's moving the big door? Right, um, and once we know, uh, once we know that, if that's the small hinge, then we're going to continue to look for little hinges like that throughout the process. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what I want to recommend, um, kind of as we're closing here, um, in, in making your smart goals, is, is look for those small hinges. 
small hinges, big doors. Look look for levers to pull. You don't you don't want to rebuild the entire house because that's often a lot more a lot more expensive both with your resources, your time, your sanity and um a lot of us like to just, you know, scrap it and start from scratch and that is a bad idea. Yeah. So uh, we hope that you guys have uh, learned a lot um, from this uh, from this episode, um, identifying your goals and your challenges. Uh, if you guys would like um, to, uh, as we've talked about a couple times here, um, take the quiz, the strategy quiz at mindfulmarketing.co slash quiz. It will take you literally one minute and we will give you a score out of 10 to let you know how effective your strategy is. Yeah. And then I'm going to come on on a video and tell you. <laughs> it's actually hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks uh, so much for joining us. See you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Secrets to Scaling Online. If you're loving what you're hearing, subscribe to our podcast and share this with a friend. No, seriously, share it with a friend. No, if you don't, I'm going to find you and I'm going to make you profitable. Got it? No, seriously. Seriously.